We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I want you to open your Bibles with me this morning to Genesis, the first chapter. The Lord began to talk to me this morning about a subject that I've taught on many times, but maybe not in just this light. You know, sometimes if you just approach a subject from a little different angle, it really opens your understanding to it. And like someone has said, you climb a mountain from one side and you get one view, you climb it from another side and you get another view, but yet it's still the same mountain. But we're going to look at things from a little different angle this morning. I want us to read from Genesis, the first chapter, verse 26 through 28. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. God blessed them. God said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Now, I want you to notice that God said, let them have dominion. We're going to talk about dominion this morning. We want to talk about the dominion principle. There is a principle of dominion. And if we get a hold of that and understand this principle, it'll change the way you look at many things in life. Notice God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them have dominion. Now, The them means male and female. You know, there's a lot of things going around about, you know, years ago, this thing about submission and that the woman was in submission to every man. And, you know, you can carry anything too far. Reminds me of a story I heard about the guy that went to one of those meetings and he come home and he told his wife, he said, I have dominion. I'm the one with dominion in this household. You're going to submit. You're going to do everything I want to do. The fellow said, well, what happened? Well, he said, I didn't see her for two weeks. (laughs) Then he said, I could see her just a little bit out of one eye. (laughs) (laughs) So we must have dominion in proper perspective, lest it causes problems. (laughs) But we do need to understand that God said, let them have dominion. Now notice he said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing. Now that means that we even have dominion over creeps. That's good news in itself to know that we have dominion over creeps and flakes (laughs) and fruits. You know, Jesus said you'll know them by their fruits, not because they are fruits. (laughs) So we need to understand that God gave dominion on this planet to mankind. Now, when it says man, it means mankind. In other words, the species. So that includes you ladies, too. Now, someone said, well, where would we be without 
the women. Somebody said in the Garden of Eden. But that's really not true. Because you see, Adam sinned first. Yeah, I figured you ladies would be glad to hear that. <laughs> you see, God gave dominion and told him to subdue the earth. Well, he had authority over that serpent. And he could have said in the name of Almighty God, I demand that you depart this planet forever. And it would have been as though God said it. It would have taken place. Satan, you would have never heard his name again on this planet. But for some reason, Adam didn't exercise his dominion. And even though he had dominion, when he didn't exercise that dominion, it was as though he didn't have any dominion. Now, we need to realize that because that's where the church today stands in the precarious position of which Adam stood in that day that we have dominion on this planet. God has given us dominion, but if we don't exercise our authority and our dominion, it'll be just as though we never had it. In other words, Satan will run over you roughshod, but thank God we're created in the image of God and in his likeness. Now, I see, God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So when God created man in his image and his likeness, a Hebrew scholar told me that this word likeness meant in the original Hebrew an exact duplication of kind. Now, that's important to understand because God created man a spirit being. He has a soul and lives in a body. He is so much in likeness of God that he is threefold, spirit, soul, and body. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. They're a trinity. Now, notice, though, in verse 28, God blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth and subdue it. In other words, if it gets out of line, you put it back in line. You exercise the dominion I've given you. It's important that we act on the authority that God has given us. Now, in all of your study of the Bible, you'll never find where this dominion was taken back. God gave mankind dominion over this planet. And if you read some of the things it says in Psalms, over all the work of his hands. Now, I know there were people back when they were talking about going to the moon. In fact, there was a fellow in our hometown that he said, oh, they'll never go to the moon. Said, that's God's planet up there. They're trying to get into God's territory. But you see, he didn't know that God said, let them have dominion over all the work of his hands. And when they finally landed on the moon, and we saw it on our television sets in July of 1969, well, he said, oh, they're just fooling you. He said, they're out there in the desert somewhere. He said, they didn't do that. But you see, God gave man to me. And because someone kept that image before them, then they finally walked in that dominion to a degree, see. Now, I want us to go to Isaiah chapter 55. Let's begin with verse 8 where God says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Now, if we just read that from that perspective there, we miss something. Let's back up to verse 7, because most of the time you hear this quoted from there. But let's read verse 7 with it. This puts it in the context. Let the wicked forsake his ways, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy on him. 
and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. He's talking about the thoughts and the ways of a wicked man. How many times have you heard people say, well, you know, God says that his ways are higher than our ways. And the idea they portray is that you just can't attain unto it. But no, he's talking about the wicked man. He said, let the wicked man forsake his thoughts because he doesn't think like God thinks. Well, there's a lot of Christians don't think like God thinks either. But you see, if your thoughts are incompatible with God's thoughts, then you're going to have to change because he's not going to change. He's God and he changeth not. I told my wife about my hairstyle. I said, I'm just like God. She said, what do you think, God has a crew cut? I said, no, he changes not, and I don't either. <laughs> Hadn't been for me, crew cuts that have gone out of style years ago. I want you to notice now that he goes on in verse 10 to say, For the rain that cometh down and the snow from heaven returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread for the eater. So shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth and shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I have sent it. Now, this is what I call the dominion principle, because God tells you how the principle works. The rain comes down, and the snow from heaven returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread for the eater. In other words, the seed makes a demand on the soil. It makes a demand. It takes dominion over the earth. The seed does. It demands from the soil what must be. The seed determines what the harvest will be. Now, it is not the soil that determines what will be raised. It is the seed that is sown that determines what will be raised. We get to thinking, you know, in the natural we know if you sow wheat, you get wheat. You don't get corn or tomatoes. But so many times we plant other seeds in the spirit realm and wonder why we didn't have a different harvest. The reason is because of this dominion principle. The seed takes dominion over the soil to produce that whereunto it was sent. Now, have you ever asked yourself, what is the purpose of a plant or a seed? It's to produce more seed. Bread for the eater and seed for the sower. In other words, it produces that which you have need of in the present life and also the thing that is needed for the future. There must be seed for sowing. So shall my word be. Now here, he very vividly displays what he's talking about. So shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth. It will make a demand, and it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I have sent it. Now before I leave the broadcast today, I want to remind you that our offer this week is CD offer number 7406. It's called Authority of Man and Jesus. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $34.
in Hebrews, the second chapter, it says, But one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him a little lower than angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor, and did set him over the work of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that was not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him, now speaking of man, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. So he's talking about man and the Son of Man, which is Jesus. And it says that God created man lower than the angels, but actually the word there should be Elohim, a little lower than Elohim. When you go to Psalms 8, where it talks about that, the word is Elohim. So he made man a little lower than Elohim. And it says, but we don't see yet all things put under him, man, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, and we saw that all things were put under him. You know, that's shouting grounds. So Jesus was born on this planet with a physical flesh, blood, and bone body, so he would have authority here. You must be born on this planet to have authority here. Someone said, why didn't God just destroy the devil? Because some man had to take authority over the situation, and Jesus came here as a man to destroy the works that the devil had done. So man has authority, and Jesus proves that mankind has authority over the devil, demons, and evil spirits. That's offer number 7406, four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.